All right, let's talk about Arthur Blank's press conference he had the other day. Um, I, I did not. I was up there uh, celebrating my mom's 85th birthday. Those of you who didn't know why I wasn't here Friday, my mom turned 85. I surprised her Thursday night, spent two days with her. She looks fabulous. We had an amazing time. Uh, put up. She a, looks spectacular for 85. She is an inspiration. Listen, when you watch what you eat and walk eight miles a day for 50 years. Yeah, that's incredible. That's what happens. You know, it's like I was saying about Usher. I say the same about my mom. My mom never got on social and started eating cheesesteak just, you know, pell-mell all <laughs> over town. That's not how you get to look like that. So maybe I should, you know, I should uh, uh, pay heed or, or be cognizant of that. Anyway, Arthur Blank got on there and um, essentially answered the questions about the Bill Belichick coaching search and about Raheem Morris. He had to kind of close that chapter. He wasn't at the Raheem press conference, so this was his opportunity. And he tells us, no big surprise, that Bill Belichick was not asking for the world. Um, I do want to make it 1,000% clear. Uh, I want to go to 2,000% or 100,000, whatever percent you want to use. Bill Belichick never asked for, in our discussions, full control of personnel or the building or anything of that nature. He was very inclusive, very collaborative. Um, he met Terry Fontenot. Uh, he checked out our people doing his own his own references. Uh, he sent me a private text, which I eventually shared with Terry, that he was happy working with him. So all these... Okay. Um, there was a private text. I'm not sure that he wanted it to be put out there, but okay. So Bill Belichick texted him. And then the report from Boomer Siason that Arthur Blank offered Bill Belichick the job and Bill Belichick turned it down. That that was reported by uh, Boomer Siason, and he said he heard that from some NFL executive. Um, he was never, capital N-E-V-E-R, never. Bill would tell you this. I would tell you this. Um, my dogs, who were probably with us in the second meeting, would tell you the same thing. I mean, he was never offered the job. Uh, so that's, you know, where Boomer heard that from, I have no idea. And, um, you know, I don't know Boomer really well. I know him to say hello to him, et cetera. I have no idea why he would be reporting on something from somebody who wouldn't have any idea either, whoever that might be. Now, I had heard the second set of interviews were – with numerous folks, Terry Fontenot, Rich McKay, a bunch of others. Also, the dogs were in the building. So two things. Does Arthur bring his dogs to work? <laughs> I will say this at Atlanta Eats. We have a couple of young ladies that bring their dogs to work. I have no problem with it. Cute little dogs. Like We're trying to be a very you know forward-thinking office. Yes. Or are we to believe those guys all showed up at Arthur's house, and that's where they interviewed Belichick, which I guess happened, because nobody saw Belichick at Flowery Branch or heard about that, right? That's right. So both interviews – um, take place. One of them was in the uh, British Virgin Islands, right? On uh, the yacht. BVI on the yacht, and the second one at Arthur's house. I- I'm just confused as to how Boomer and can go throw those types of narratives out. I mean, essentially shooting from the hip. Yeah, listen, if, if Bill Belichick was offered the job, guess what, guys? Um, we would have been at a press conference, and Bill Belichick would have been sitting on a stage next to Terry Fontenot. It's very simple. He wanted the job. He wanted to keep coaching. He wants to break the record. Um, he thought Arthur Blank was uh, a guy that um, he could coexist with. And Arthur Blank, once he opened up the process to a collaborative process of, inter- of letting the business guys talk to him, the, mark- uh, the, the uh, personnel guys, the general manager, Rich McKay, they all came back with, just like they said in the press conference, 
a unanimous decision to not hire Bill Belichick. What What are your thoughts on the collaborative nature of making the decision on the head coach? Because you could easily make the argument, and Michael Lombardi says this often, and I do think there's a lot of truth in it. You've never seen a statue built for a committee. Right. You've never seen a statue built for a committee. Strong leaders make strong decisions. If Arthur Blank wanted Bill Belichick to be the head coach, Rich McKay is not stopping but they, him. But they, yeah, Rich McKay had nothing to do with it Exactly. They, they talked him out of it, and it doesn't mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, and I tell the you know, guys I work with, I'll be like, I feel so strong about this. Why are we doing blah, blah? And then three or four people in the room will say, well, this is kind of what we're thinking. Right. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, never mind. You know, but yeah. I mean, like you... I can be convinced. I may come in. Listen, Arthur came in hot. I want Belichick. No doubt. He came in super hot. And then cooler heads prevailed. Yes. You know, and, and that's, make no mistake. And they made the right hire, I think. I think Raheem's going to be a good hire. You know, I like Raheem. He was Go my, get a quarterback. He, he was my second choice. Bill Belichick was my first choice. Go get a quarterback. Go get some pass I, I, rush. I'd love to see what would have happened with Bill Belichick, but I'm fine. Raheem Morris, both sides of the ball, infectious personality, great communicator. Go find a quarterback, right? Go find a quarterback. Go get some pass rush. Yeah. Well, it ain't that hard. What's Justin Fields going to cost? Because they're drafting Caleb Williams. What's Justin Fields going to cost? That's going to be the conversation, Yeah, it, right? you're exactly right. There's no question about that. Hey, when we come back, I've seen the unicorn up close and personal. It is the real deal. Also, tell you about the sights and sounds from surprising your 85-year-old mom who said, I almost had a heart attack. That would not have been a good way to spend her birthday. Also, Usher at halftime in the best Super Bowl commercials. We'll do things I learned when we come back. Steak and Drew on the Steakhouse. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game.